Oh, my God. 
minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Monday. Back to school, back to work we go. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program.
תבואי בזרח. יש תחבי, אלה חלקות שחור, אוי וידוסך למהר. ואני, אלוהים וחסדכו, אוי אוי בזרח. יש תחבי, אלה חלקות שחור, אוי אוי אוי
JM in the AM. Monday morning. Back to school, back to work we go. Hello, hello, how are you? Thanks for joining us on this Monday. Yismach Melech with Shlomo Katz. You heard Yehuda Katz with Bila Dayich. Yaakov Shweki's Mama, or Mamama. Chai Vakayim done by Dove Hendler. Great Modani selection. Moishi Tischler with Bracha Merubo. You heard Masech Hashem, our Monday morning theme song from Mayor Sherman. I saw Mayor the other night at um, at the um, at the Lachinsky wedding, right? Yeah, that's where it was. And Regesh Modani opening things up, and we say good morning. It's Monday on this October the 26th, day 8 in the month of Mar Cheshvan, the year 5781, Tufshin Pei Aleph. Happy birthday, Simon Jacob. Yom Huledet Sameach. On this uh, Monday. Uh, today starts Bahab. We have 52 degrees outside with cloudy weather and a high of 63. Tonight overcast and a low of 55. Tomorrow mostly cloudy. High temperature of 61 degrees. 81 in Yerushalayim, 52 here in New York City. As we say good morning at JM in the AM. Mazal Tov to Avital Benson and Jonathan Markowitz. As of last night, my new niece and, of course, my nephew. Uh, they are a recently married couple, a beautiful celebration in New Jersey last night. Mazal tov to the Benson family of New York City, to the uh, Markowitzes, Cheryl and Dr. Mendy, and of course the uh, Weintraubs, the wonderful grandparents of the Chatan, and all the grandparents and the entire extended family from all of us here at JM in the AM. Just a beautiful celebration. And yeah, if there's a, if there's a tinge of fatigue in my voice... It was from the uh, incredible, beautiful, even during COVID, Ufruf, that happened in uh, Teaneck, New Jersey over Shabbat. And a very special good morning to everybody who came over to me in Teaneck over Shabbat. A really special good morning to you. Thank you. A lot of great people came over and were talking about the show and about the network. And um, and then, of course, uh, yesterday, on the heels of that beautiful Shabbat, the beautiful wedding, of Avital and Jonathan. So a tinge of fatigue to open the week, but boy, oh boy, what a way to become fatigued by celebrating uh, the most amazing and uh, celebratory Shabbos and uh, Sunday wedding. It was really, really beautiful. So Baruch Hashem. And Mazal Tov from all of us here at JMNM. Monday morning at 28 minutes before 7 o'clock. whole bunch of stuff going on this morning here. Uh, musically, there's an important announcement. And that is that Eitan Katz is out with a brand new uh, Kalbach album, Unplugged Volume Number 3, and he's on our show tomorrow morning right here at JM in the AM. So Eitan Katz, our guest, tomorrow morning in the 8 o'clock hour with the brand new album, Unplugged Volume Number 3, and we're very much looking forward to, um, to speaking with him about that album uh, tomorrow on this broadcast. And by the way, Eitan Katz will be speaking to us from his new home in Jerusalem. Yeah. What do you think of that? That might actually be a, a topic of conversation tomorrow. By the way, Mazal Tov to uh, all those who are Olim, because I believe it was yesterday, it was Yom Aliyah in Israel. 
I believe it was yesterday. I, I, if I remember from past research, it's the first day of um, of Parsha's Lech Lecha. If I if I remember correctly, I think that's how they got uh, to making uh, that day Yom Aliyah. Um, and of course, Sunday yesterday would be the first day of the week of Parsha's Lech Lecha. So happy Yom Aliyah to everybody. Those who deserve to celebrate that great day. Mazal tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Amir Dadon is next. Good morning. Monday at JM in the AM.
שותפים, פרנוס איזגית, אפילו חופשה לפעמים. ילדים מביאים לנו נחת לאהוב, כולם בריאים, יש שמחות, מזל טוב. מדהים לראות איך הכל מסתדר, ושום דבר לנו לא חסר. ורק בזמן שקשה להביט למעלה, למה נבין שהוא אחראי? Ich sag, 
shines bright. The free town ain't a fire in a world like this. So we pray for the city with a fire on our lips. Yerushalayim, we see all the other lands truly need thee. Whether or not an embassy, sympathetic empathy will bring us to a greater peace. Uh, Cause we're the glory of the East. God's greatest gift runs deeper than the sea. Love and justice and truth we preach. Even on a short hand, we still reach.
Turn my 
Official name of the song is uh, La Macholi, done by Sholi. Simcha Liner before that with Me, Me, Me. You heard Wake Up, a live version of it done by Lipa. Mordechai Shapiro's Einod Milvado, that's brand new. Shuli Rand and Amir Dadon with Bain Kodesh Lachol here at JMDM. It's a Monday morning, first day of Bahab, and this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners sponsored digital radio around the world. The web and the and the Single Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. 52 degrees, cloudy, a high of 63. Good morning and welcome. Thanks for joining us here at JM in the AM. Golly, it's all in the background. We'll do our news from Israel coming up. And um, we'll do our news from Israel coming up. And plenty more, as you would suspect. On a Monday, you have the Israel Show with Mayor Weingarten at 9 a.m. You have After Further Review with Yoni Pollock at 10 a.m. You have uh, Novak Now with Jake Novak at 11 a.m. The election is a week from tomorrow. Election day is a week from tomorrow. Wow. One week from tomorrow. (laughs) Who knows what will happen, but Jake certainly gives a lot of insight every uh, Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern time here on the Nachum Siegel Network. So... Get set to check it out. I'll have plenty to say, no doubt, as we uh, get into the last eight days before Election Day. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Monday follows. Oh, 1 p.m. 1 p.m. newscast for a Monday follows next. קבינט הקורונה צפוי להתכנס בעוד כשעה, הדיון המקדים בין משרדי האוצר והבריאות הסתיים ללא הסכמות. נתק בין השרים קץ לאדלשטיין על רקע חילופי הדברים אמש בקבינט, כתובתנו המדינית מוריה אסר וולברג. בתום דיון של גורמי המקצוע במשרדי האוצר, הבריאות והמטה לביטחון לאומי, תרם הושגו הסכמות לגבי מתווה לפתיחת המסחר כבר בשלב הבא, בראשון הקרוב. במשרד האוצר מתעקשים על פתיחה נרחבת, בעוד שבמשרד הבריאות מתנגדים. ועדת השרים לענייני משבר הקורונה תתכנס להכריע בעוד כשעתיים. עוסקן שר הבריאות יואב קיש דחה אצל אמיר איבגי את הטענות בדבר אי קבלת החלטות ואמר, אנו פועלים בזהירות. ראינו תחלואה מתפרצת, נכנסנו לגל של תחלואה עצום, נכנסנו לסגר. נתוני הסורולוגיה התפרסמו לפני שבועיים שלושה וראינו שילדים נדבקים. למה לא תכננתם את זה לפני חצי שנה? לא ידענו. מצטער, לא ידענו. זה זהירות, ומי שקורא לזה שיתוק זה ספין בשביל לנסות לפתוח הכל. הכי קל היה לי, בואו נפתח צימרים, בואו נפתח מסחר. זה מה שקרה בפעם הראשונה. אם אנחנו נפתח עכשיו מסחר ונפתח דברים, מחיר הטעות זה סגר שלישי למדינת ישראל עם כל המשמעויות הכבדות שלו. 
השר לביטחון הפנים אמיר אוחנה טוען ביומן הצהריים עדיין לא מיניתי מפכ"ל בגלל ההסכם עם כחול לבן אך אולי החליט על מינוי בקרוב. זה לא מצב בריא של המשטרה, כמעט שנתיים אין מפכ"ל במינוי קבוע. מי שמנע זאת עד עכשיו זה כחול לבן. יש סעיף בהסכם הקואליציוני שאומר שהממשלה תקים צוות פריטטי בהשתתפות שני הצדדים. אני ממש לא מתכוון למשוך את זה אחרי הבחירות. אני רוצה לפעול על פי ההסכם, אבל אם יאלצו אותי לפעול גם שלא בהתאם להסכם, יכול להיות שאעשה זאת. בוודאי אם הצד השני מפר, אז זה נותן לי את כל הלגיטימציה. לקראת שביתה באוניברסיטאות, ארגוני הסגל האקדמי הבכיר באוניברסיטאות הכריז הבוקר על סכסוך עבודה בעקבות סירוב משרד האוצר לטענתם לנהל משא ומתן על תנאי העסקתם בתקופת קורונה. יושבת ראש המועצה המתאמת של ארגוני הסגל, הפרופסור ענת זעירה מסרה, הפרת ההסכמים על ידי ועד ראשי האוניברסיטאות היא בריונית, ומפרה את הסכמי השכר שנהוגים במערכת כבר עשרות שנים. את הפרטים הביא כתבנו לענייני חינוך דורון קדוש. עשרות תלמידים פונו מבית ספר סמוך לקריית ענבים בעקבות שרפה, מדווח כתבנו בבירה יובל שגב. בעקבות שרפת חורש שפרצה סמוך ליישוב, פונו כ-50 תלמידי בית הספר אלון, ונכון לשעה זו אין נפגעים באירוע. לוחמי אש ממחוז ירושלים פועלים על מנת לבלום את התפשטות הלהבות ולמנוע פגיעה נוספת בחורש. כמו כן חוסמת המשטרה צירי תנועה באזור הדלקה. מזג האוויר, עלייה קלה של הטמפרטורות, בעיקר בערים ובפנים הארץ, יהיה חם מרגיל. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד.
Hashem flies us from a faraway place right beneath His throne. He graces us with the talent or strength of our very own. He says, go and fill your purpose in the life that you lead. I have given you whatever you may need. Life unfolds and we often get lost in what's most mundane. the meaningful goals that we don't attain until that moment of reflection when the truth becomes clear can it be that we've forgotten why we're here but Hashem still knows the power lies inside us even when we don't remember Every day we get to mend the days behind us And we're invited back again A calling from Hashem for a second chance Although at times we 
not give up. For Hashem recalls that we have what it takes and believes in us. And with patience He awaits us to try with all our might and prove to Him Jam and <clears throat> whoa, jam in the AM. There we go. Baruch Levine, a song entitled Second Chance here at JM in the AM Monday morning. As um As we present a uh, back-to-school, back-to-work edition of JM in the AM. Before the Baruch Levine selection, Yarly Greenfeld had a little kind of shama. Uri Davidi with Ribon Hamasim to open up the hour. Don't forget, as we pointed out, uh, almost almost uh, forgot to point out, but as we pointed out, it's now a six-hour difference. At 7 a.m. Eastern time this morning, it was 1 p.m. in Israel. Israel is now on standard time. We'll head to standard time when? When does our daylight savings time end? Uh, it ends on Sunday, November 1st, this Sunday. All right, so just for one week. For one week, it'll be a six-hour difference. And this weekend, we will gain an hour when 2 a.m. becomes 1 a.m. here in the uh, Eastern time zone. So it's six hours from now, and uh, it's six hours for now, and seven-hour difference again coming up starting on Sunday. JM in the AM with 52 degrees, cloudy skies, and a high temperature of 63. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abels and Hyman makes traditional kosher delicacies, pastrami, corned beef, salami, and more. Old world classics, beef fry, kishka, and more, and modern better-for-you kosher products, including no nitrate added, reduced fat, and reduced sodium hot dogs, plus many other unique items. Visit the website at kosherdogs.net. Enjoy a 10% discount with promo code radio and try A&H today. You'll be glad you did. Yeah. I agree with that. 
Um, our friends at Partners in Torah, um, are launching a massive campaign with the Shabbat Project. Uh, it'll be a three-part series, 30 minutes per week over three weeks, to learn more about Shabbos. And um, you'll be able to dive into content created especially for this program by the chief rabbi of South Africa. So here, people don't have to be a mentor uh, now they could choose their journey and be matched with someone new or decide to learn with a friend or family member, whatever the case may be. Uh, what you want to do is, um, well, you know what? We'll start doing this when it becomes live. It'll become live this coming Wednesday and uh, that people will uh, people will log on and start this brand new experience. And we'll let you know exactly when the website goes live and when it's available to everybody from our friends at Partners in Torah. Simple as that. Monday morning broadcast, JM in the AM. And uh, we continue with Eighth Day. That's when I lift my eyes to the skies, dreaming, dreaming, days gone by. And I know you said that all I need is an honest try, an honest try. But in the dark of night, in the lonely heights, you give me the strength to keep up the fight. But I can't move on, I can't live life without you. Sometimes life's like an ocean. Is quiet as blue Sometimes life's like an ocean Sailing with you Sometimes life's like an ocean Raging like a fool Sometimes life's like an ocean When it's drowning you Rivers have come to surround me me and bring me down Rivers have come to surround me To turn my boat around Rivers have come to surround me To cool me and bring me down Rivers have come to surround me To turn my boat around That's when I lift my eyes to the skies Dreaming, dreaming, days gone by that all I need is an honest try, an honest try. But in the dark of night, in the lonely heights, you give me the strength to keep up the fight. But I can't move on, I can't live life without you, without you by my side. Surround me, to cool me and 
Schmeichel, wenn es dir mit Heil sein. Hey, hey, mit Kabel, Eskalu, Dombe, Simche, in jeder Heichel, auf Schmeichel, kick mir nach oben. In mir darf zu dem, ich an der Größe, Mimche,
J.M. in the A.M. Slimy Gertner with the Schmeichel. Eighth day with By My Side here on a Monday morning Bahab at JM and the AM. Good morning. Welcome to a Monday. Mazal tov again to the uh, Benson and Markowitz families. Avital and Jonathan were married last night. Absolutely beautiful celebration. To the entire Benson Mishpacha and to um, Cheryl and Dr. Mendy Markowitz and to Gail and Itzy Weintraub and the Mrs. Markowitz, all the grandparents. A, a big, big mazel tov from all of us here at JM and the AM. It was really a beautiful celebration, to say the least. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas HaRav Zevin Alevi and Zechonishmas Esther Basar Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We learn in Tehillim, Ma'at Melokim. You have made him slightly less than angels, and you have crowned him with honor in splendor. Marana Rav Shach says that we think when it says, or it's like some type of a saying that we were created in Hashem's image. However, the truth is, when we begin to fathom that Hashem breathed into us the Nishmas Chaim, Bitsalmenu Kidmusenu, and we are only a little bit less than an angel, we realize how great man really is. We can also understand the mistake of Adam and Cain. They felt they were Bitsalmelokim. They made the mistake only in the idea of Adchasreu Ma'at Melokim. They thought, that they could be compared to their creator. They knew that they were great, and therefore they thought they could hide. We don't make this mistake. However, we make an even bigger mistake because we don't know how great the value that we all have. The Malach cannot destroy the world. He can't build the world. But an individual that uses their capabilities to achieve a level of tzidkus has the power to build, or if they corrupt their way, chas the opposite. Yosef HaTzadik passed through a difficult nisoyun, a great challenge in life. If he would have been nichshol, if he would have stumbled, the generations would have lost the title of Yosef HaTzadik. 
And even if he had been righteous all of his days and only failed just that one time, he would have lost his purpose in this world. What brought Yosef to this great Nisayon? Shlomo HaMelech calls the Yetzirah a zvuv, a fly. A fly doesn't come from a clean place and it doesn't give up. It goes back and forth a thousand times. So too, the Yetzirah does not give up. But the Adam HaShalem, he does not have any place that's missing. The Yetzirah has no way of gaining access to him. The Yetzirah just keeps looking for that little opening. The person who's not so careful in a mitzvah, who watches Shabbos but not a hundred percent, Kashrus but not a hundred percent, the Yetzir waits to find that opening and to jump in. Yosef HaTzadik perfected himself and because of that did not fall prey to the Nisoyon, to the challenge. You and I, we also have that ability. That Pasuk in Tehillim was meant for you and meant for me. We can also become the Adam HaShalem, the complete person, and not be affected by the challenges of life. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
J.M. in the A.M. with uh, Avramo, Avram Freed, Key Here Besa is the name of that one. Monday morning, J.M. in the A.M. There's a um, a book and a website that has become uh, known to us um, entitled Not a Partnership. Information about it by going to notapartnership.com. And this is something that was um, written by and directed by Todd Jacobs and Peter Lynn. And it's rare that I read the entire bio of a guest who's with us on the air. Most of you know that already after three and a half decades. But in this case, I'm making an exception. find it pretty interesting. Uh, Todd Jacobs, also known as Rabbi Avraham Yitzchak Jacobs, is director of the David Robinson Institute for Jewish Heritage in Jerusalem, which he co-founded in uh, 2005. Prior to his current role teaching and counseling his students and alumni, he enjoyed a distinguished career on Wall Street as a leading authority in the telecommunications industry and as a managing director at J.P. Morgan and before that as a partner at uh, Sanford Bernstein & Company. Todd acted as a frequent commentator to leading newspapers, magazines, and TV networks and testified several times before the United States Congress as an expert on telecom and media policy. His credits in Jerusalem, in journalism, rather, where he worked prior to Wall Street, include nominations for both the Pulitzer Prize for investigative journalism and the Emmy Award. He lives in Yerushalayim with his family. Rabbi Avraham Yitzchak Todd Jacobs, welcome to JM and the AM. Thank you so much. Good morning. Is the David Robinson Institute for Jewish Heritage one that I'd be familiar with? Is it a school or a seminary or an educational institution that would be familiar to uh, American folks on the East Coast like myself? So anybody familiar with the with the world of Balichuva would be familiar with it, but not under that official name. They would know it as Machon Yaakov. And, and Machon Yaakov was, was spawned from Machon Shlomo, which, uh, which you know, predated us by, you know, 30 years, 35 years, something like that. But then we were the outgrowth of Machon Shlomo when we, uh, when the Rosh Hashiva there decided he wanted to start a new program. And it was also great timing for me and my family. So we started Machon Yaakov. And, w- w- and was one or both of those institutions instrumental in your own development? Or this is something that you entered in the educational, uh, to be an educator? No, this was what when I when I first got interested in Judaism, which is way back when. This is when I was in graduate school um, at Columbia University. Uh, I wound up going uh, early in my career to Machon Shlomo. Uh, I went there in 1986. I stayed through 1988, and it was you know the most formative, transformational couple of years in my life. And post that, I went off. You know, I Hashem, got married and began a family, but went back to America. And, you know, embarked on a career, but always, always had in mind that if, you know, Hashem gave us the right uh, messages and the right blessings, that maybe we could find our way back and get into Jewish education at a later point. And that, you know, took, it took a couple of decades, but, you know, thank God we, we wound up doing that. So you, you consider being in Jewish education a blessing. That's good. That's actually a good start, frankly. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it, was, it was a goal. It was, <laughs> it was a goal and an amazing, amazing opportunity. Uh, and at some point, I, I, and I don't know when, but I hope you'll tell us. At some point, uh, you, you either you yourself delve into it, or you yourself um, uh, becomes uh, known as an authority on it, because you've written a book, not a partnership. It's a book about marriage. Uh, how how did being an administrator and a rabbi at uh, Machon Yaakov 
lead to an expertise in the area of marriage? So it, it was it was really not an expectation going in. It was more a byproduct of what we were doing. Uh, in other words, our, our institution caters to young men between the ages of about 21 and 35. These are, generally speaking, young professionals. They are well-educated. Secularly, they come from the, you know, the world's greatest educational institutions. They come from you know, amazing professional backgrounds from anything you could think of, from finance to law to medicine to acting to social work to you name it. Um, and what we found over the years was that they were incredibly well prepared for their, their academic life, their professional life, and they were clearly de- you know, taking time off to delve deeply into their Jewish life. But what they discovered and we discovered in the process was they were woefully, woefully unprepared for the world of marriage. You know, they came from a secular background, typically, uh, where marriage is in a desperate state, as you know, you know, 50 percent divorce rate. You know, the, the statistics are that in the United States, almost everybody gets married eventually, but about 50 percent of those marriages end up in divorce. Of the 50 percent that stay married, how many of them are really happy, sparkling marriages? How many of these guys had great role models for what a beautiful, sparkling, intimate, great marriage looks like? And the answer is very few. And so we found that they just had a, a strong desire to find out how marriage worked and to get prepared for it. And between myself and Rabbi Lin, who in our, in our book goes by Peter Lin, because that's his, that's his legal English name, um, Peter, Peter has a background not only as a, as a rabbi, but also studied positive psychology at the University of Pennsylvania, which is a very, very powerful arena of psychological research in terms of unlocking your goals and unlocking your strengths and putting them to work. It's, it's, it's not that distant from a, I mean, Lahab deal, but it's a secular, you know, version, if you will, of Slobodka, which is to say, figure out the greatness of the human being and focus on it and bring that out. And we combine that with what I began teaching pretty regularly, which are things that I, you know, received from my own mentors, things like Rip Hein Friedlander and Rip Dessler and Rip Volby, all the classic works on marriage. And we found, we looked up um, 10, 12 years into that process of preparing these guys for marriage, and we said, wow, you know, our guys have about a 5% divorce rate, which is, of course, 5% too much, but, but on the other hand, that's about one-tenth the divorce rate in the United States. So we spoke to, you know, some, some very, very big people in the Jewish world, Rosh Hashivas, and, and were really encouraged to try to figure out a way to take some of that Jewish wisdom and and take it out of a Torah, you know, Torah-centric context, but teach the fundamentals of marriage to a secular Jewish, non-Jewish, anybody who's interested in rebuilding the foundations of marriage. We were encouraged to write a book that can help people do that and use all the wisdom that you've got from both Torah and from secular uh, sources, and that's what we did. Because the truth is, a, even a secular society with stronger marriages is a better society, so you're... Uh... Uh, you're certainly utilizing these uh, tools that you have and the goals that 100%. you have, not only for the Jewish world, but for the secular world as well. Rabbi Avraham Yitzchak Todd Jacobs is with us live via telephone. The book is called Not a Partnership. Uh, you can also go to a uh, the, the website, notapartnership.com. Again, that's notapartnership.com. Well, give us a taste of that wisdom. I mean, can you give us a, a tip or two, or could you give us a, a general... Uh, uh, you know, a, a, a general piece of information that might help those who are now, because of this conversation, thinking about their marriage and how good or bad it might be? Absolutely. The, the, the way the book is constructed is the first half of it 
is what we would call conceptual, philosophical, trying to understand what a marriage is, what love is, what causes love, what's male, what's female, how do they come together in a very in-depth way. The second half of the book is looking at practical implementations, what we call the four pillars of giving. And just, just by way of example, so, you know, one of the, we, we believe that there are a few paradigm shifts that if people don't make those paradigm shifts, there's almost no way to be successful in marriage. And if you do put those paradigms in place, it's very, very hard to fail. So what one paradigm we have, for example, is that marriages don't happen. They are made. Now, to any mature person, that probably sounds almost obvious. But when you think of the secular vision of falling in love, it's a passive enterprise looking for my soulmate, right? So, so what happens? I just bump into this person who's attractive to me. Wow, we were, we're romantic. We get excited about each other. We decide we're going to get married. What, what people don't realize, and then they always think they must have just married the wrong person, is when, is when the, the, the short-lived romance phase ends, well, what now? So when that, and, and by the way, that phase always does end. And people think, oh, I guess I got duped again. I better go find another you know, person to try to start up with again. Whereas obviously the Jewish idea is that's exactly when the work begins. So for example, we give people as a paradigm shift that, that the whole vision and paradigm of what causes love, for example, most people have backwards. Reb, Reb Dessler is the, is, the, is the source for that. Reb Dessler asked the famous question, what causes love? Do we love when we receive from the other? Or do we love where we give? And, and by, way of, by way of argument, he says, if you take a look at, you know, let's say children and parents. So in a normal, healthy relationship between children and parents, the giving is pretty much one way. Parents give way, 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 way more to their kids, generally speaking, good, healthy parents, than the kid gives to the parents. And, and who winds up loving the other more? I mean, we all know the parents love the children much more than the children love the parents. And, and why is that? So the answer is because when I, when I love, and that love is expressed by giving, what I do is I wind up investing myself in the other, and in that process, I find myself in the other, and I expand into the other, and the byproduct of that is I really come to attach to and love the other. And so if a person wants to, you know, you feel like you're falling out of love with your wife, or you feel like you want to fall in love with the person that you're committing to, the answer is very simple. Start giving. And that flips on the head the way most people in our society think about these things, which is, you know, I, I don't love this person anymore because they don't give to me anymore. So we always say to them, so flip it around and start giving yourself, and you'll find that you love where you give. You and know, that is one of, the, one of the classic paradigm shifts. I often quote my late father who used to say that givers live longer than takers, and obviously he wasn't referring to, you know, exact number of years in comparison. But uh, I think we can extend that to say that uh, a marriage is based on giving last longer than marriage is uh, based on taking, right? A hundred percent. And we and really what lies at the core of almost every single thing that we kind of uncovered and dealt with and wrote about was one way or another, in one form or another, it was giving. Whether that was the way you try to speak to your spouse, whether that's the way that you try to prioritize your, with your spouse, whether that's the way you try to be, you know, almost every aspect that comes into the building of the relationship is giving. And that's why, as I said, when we get to the practical implementation component of the book, they are, we call that the four pillars of giving. Um, and we have, for example, we have what we think is the central pillar of all of that. It's called, it all depends on me. That's the final pillar that we, that we explore in the book. It all depends on me. And, and, the, and, and once again, that's one of those, one of those ideas, you know, you, you talk to people who are in marriages and we, and we have dealt with now hundreds of couples 
you know, premarital in the in in the midst of early years of marriage, and then going through up till you know a decade, twelve years into their marriages, which is what we've been dealing with. And what we find is many times people have problems in marriage, sometimes in the early years, and they begin waiting for the spouse to try to change. You know, she she's she's become like this, and she doesn't do this for me anymore. And you know, I just don't, you know I'm just waiting for her to kind of like make the move so that I can you know I'm willing to stay in the relationship. And what we have told men or women, I mean, it comes in either, on either side, if you want to jumpstart your relationship and you want to change it fundamentally, look at it as though it's completely dependent upon you. Don't wait for your spouse. Ask yourself, you know, what do I bring to this marriage, which is probably some core negative character trait I have not perfected over the years, and I probably have to control it a lot. It has probably had impact on, uh, on my professional life and on my social life. But nowhere, nowhere will our bad midoth, our bad character traits, come out more than in the marriage. So we'll tell a person, if, if you have an anger issue, you can be sure it's poisoning your marriage. So instead of waiting for your wife to do something, or instead of waiting for your husband to do something, we're talking to her, we'll say, you know, start working on anger. Go to therapy and learn about anger. Can, start reading books on anger, you know, et cetera. And people, can, and people flip their marital status in that process is there a benefit to this being read before marriage because it sounds like a lot of what needs to be implemented really can only be uh, implemented once one experiences what you're talking about so so we we believe that the best thing on earth to do is really what they've done in yeshivas forever which is prepare for marriage the more a person has a mature vision of what is going to face them you know i i learn i i have a i have what we call the marriage vod which i learn four nights a week for 15 minutes uh, a night with our second-year students. It's a two, our, the program that we have is a, is a one- or a two-year program. And so the second-year students are, are young men who are, you know, really thinking about marriage. By that point, these are guys who are committed to their Judaism. They're committed to putting Torah in the center of their lives. And they are pretty seriously thinking about the fact that, that their family is going to be the center of all of that. So we, we find that preparing them in advance is an incredible thing. That's number one. But what I also found was that we made all of those tapes of those Vodim available to our alumni who are in all levels of states of marriage, one year, two years, three years, four years, you know, a decade, 12 years. And we found that once people got into it and were, so to speak, learning the, 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 the subject of marriage on a regular basis, people were calling us and telling us, my marriage is getting better. I'm thinking about my marriage every single day. Wives were calling us and saying, you know, thanks for putting that back into place. So we, we, we find that preparing in advance is the best. If you didn't get a chance to prepare in advance, there's no time like the present to start making things better. The book is called Not a Partnership. Strange title for a marriage. You know, most people think that marriage is a partnership. Well, yeah, that, that one, we, we always get that question, and we sort of came up with that title for to be provocative. The spoiler alert is that is that when marriage is done properly, it really is the greatest partnership that exists in the world. But my business background, um, where you know I was an analyst on Wall Street, as you mentioned, I worked a lot with consultants and things like that. It turns out that in the world of business, almost all partnerships fail, and they don't fail for the reason that you think they fail. They they don't fail because they have bad products or because they don't have financing. They usually fail because the two partners in that partnership begin looking at each other with suspicion over time. Everybody starts out, oh, my partner and I, we love each other. We're going to be great. It's going to be an awesome partnership. What happens over a short period of time is that I wind up focusing and, and being convinced that I'm doing everything that I committed myself to, 
but I'm constantly looking at my partner and saying, you're not pulling your weight. You're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. And so it becomes, you know, one side just begins making demands on the other. The other side makes demands on the other. Bitter recriminations, resentment, and lo and behold, most partnerships break up over those type of issues. And unfortunately, that is the dynamic that takes place in marriage. If you, don't, if you, have, a, if you have a polluted view of marriage, if your view of marriage is what can I get out of it, as opposed to how can I build my spouse, how can I give her or him the life that they want and deserve, and hopefully that the other side is doing the same for me, if you have that vision of what are you doing for me and are you pulling your weight, it's very, very hard to succeed in marriage. Very, very hard to feel good about the other. The book is written by uh, Todd Jacobs, also known as Rabbi Avram Yitzhak Jacobs, and Peter Lynn, and the book and the website, Not a Partnership. You can go to the web, notapartnership.com, for information. It's, uh, uh, you can purchase it on Amazon. You can purchase it directly from the website. If you go to notapartnership.com, there's a tab there to do that. Uh, thanks so much for joining us. Good luck with the book. And, uh, hey, if you, uh, if you and your uh, partner, in this case, <laughs> uh, uh, Peter Lynn, have the ability to, um, uh, you know, to really affect marriages in a positive manner, both for uh, uh, members of our community and members outside of our community, then Kolakavod, what can I tell you? It's a tremendous goal, and if you uh, meet great success, then it's only better for everybody involved. Well, thank you. Thank you very, very much. It's a pleasure to speak with you. Uh, JM in the AM, more coming up. It's a Monday morning broadcast.
קופצים לאש, מה כבר רצינו לבקש? לקבל ולתת מה שיש, להחזיק בידיים כל יום שעובר, תמיד הוא ככה ממהר. Thank 
שומר ישראל, השם שומרך, השם צילך, על יד ימינך. יומם השמש לא יככה וירח בלילה, השם ישמורך מכל רע, ישמור את נפשך, השם ישמור צאתך ובואך מעתה. שמיים וארץ, אל יתן למות רגליך, אל ינום שומרך. השם צילך על יד ימינך. יומם השמש לא יככה וירח בלילה. השם ישמורך מכל רע, ישמור את נפשך. השם ישמור צאתך ובואך מעתה ועד עולם Raviv Kanner with, uh, well, no, no, Omer Adam had Sherlam Alot. Raviv Kanner before that with Ritzi Sim. Tamid done by Yisrael Werdiger on a Monday at JM and the AM. It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio around the world and web at NachumSegal.com and the NachumSegal Network. And, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Welcome to a Monday, everybody. Thanks for joining us. As we uh, start the week, I want to thank uh, everybody who worked hard over the weekend, including uh, Mark Zamek with the Arab Shabbos programming, including uh, Avrami with Saturday Night Siegel, including Matis with JM Sunday yesterday. Big thank you to everybody for keeping us going here every single day of the year. Those of you who are paying for content <coughs> available to you every single day of the year, keep in mind JM and the AM and the Nahum Siegel Network, since we're providing content seven days a week. No joke. That's right, right after Shabbos, before Shabbos, Sunday. 
Uh, keep us in mind. Go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Be as generous as possible. Make a monthly donation if you can. That your uh, donation recurs every single month. That's a big help to us, as we described here on the air. And uh, we greatly appreciate it. So again, please uh, please go to fjbunity.org, and we thank you. Study Torah one-on-one with a mentor or partner chosen specifically for you. Call 1-800-STUDY-42, 1-800-STUDY, the number four and the number two, or log on to partnersintorah.org. It'll be a life-changing experience for you. That I can guarantee. Partnersintorah.org partnersintorah.org. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abel's and Hyman makes traditional kosher delicacies, pastrami, corned beef, salami, and more. Old world classics, beef fry, kishka, and more. And modern, better for you kosher products, including no nitrate added, reduced fat, and reduced sodium hot dogs, plus many other unique items. Visit the website at kosherdogs.net. Enjoy a 10% discount with promo code radio and try A&H today. You're going to want to be tuned in tomorrow here at JM in the AM, um, Eitan Katz is my guest in the 8 o'clock hour from Israel. Eitan Katz from Israel. Brand new album, Unplugged, volume number three, Kalbach material. Eitan Katz, my guest tomorrow, 8 o'clock hour, 24 hours from now, here at JM in the AM. Thank <laughs> you.
מחכים, מצפים, מקווים ורוצים שיגיע כבר היום לאותם סיגולה ונראה גאולה ונסגר עוד בקרוב כל יהודי בתוך ליבו יאמר אחכה לו J.M. the A.M. Monday. Hello, everybody. Alavai, done by Uri Davidi, Michal Przanski at Zelaze, Yishai Rebo and Company, Al Tatsvi Adai, uh, before the, um, uh, before that one. Monday morning, J.M. in the A.M., 52 degrees, cloudy skies, and a high of 63. Rishalayim is at 81. They're talking about 
some relatively hot weather in uh, in Israel this week. 52 here in New York as we say good morning at JM in the AM. Well, I got to thank uh, Morris Esses. He took a very difficult Monday morning <laughs> after the uh, weekend of um, my wonderful nephew Jonathan Markowitz's Ufruf and his wedding to Avital yesterday. It was a it was a wipeout of a celebration, Baruch Hashem. I walked in. I walked into the studio this morning, feeling like it was a Friday morning, <laughs> um, and uh, and Morris really got us perked up here in the studio this morning. He writes, Nahum, you are so right. We pay for content all the time. In addition to my other donations throughout the year, please put me down for another two hundred and sixty dollars that I would like to donate. I love so many of your programs. Keep up the great work. Thank you, Morris. Morris was part of the group of uh, wonderful listeners that was um, with us Thursday night for the Ron Bloomberg Open Mic Night on Zoom uh, to talk about the 1970s Yankees and really to talk about anything. Uh, Ronnie Boomer was able to talk about anything and still is. Um, so thank you, Morris, for that. And we are we are doing our diligence uh, to prov- continue to provide a varied and uh, and fun and important content to this audience. That's the goal. So far, we've met that goal, and we hope we hope to continue to move the goalposts on ourselves to move the finish line uh, to provide more and more and more. JM and the AM Monday with a reminder. Tomorrow, Eitan Katz with us live via telephone. He is in Israel. We can wish him a happy Yom Aliyah Day. He's in Yerushalayim with his family. He's just released the brand-new Unplugged, volume number three. Um, it's a collection of Kalbach selections. And remember, Shloyma's yard site is on election day, the 16th of Mar Cheshvan, eight days from now. So Eitan Katz tomorrow morning right here at JM the AM in the 8 o'clock hour. We are very, very much looking forward to it. I hope you are. Hope you're looking forward to it as much as we are, frankly. <laughs> More coming up. It is a, a Monday morning back-to-school, back-to-work edition of JM and the AM. And this is the wedding mix uh, with Maishi Tischler at JM in the AM. And again, my thanks to listener Morris. Anybody who'd like to, um, I don't want to say pay for content, but donate because we are trying so hard and successfully providing so much uh, to everybody through this uh, forum that we call the Nahum Siegel Network. If you'd like to do the same, go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, and we're certainly encouraging those who uh, are capable of giving monthly donations, recurring donations to do so. Those are extremely helpful. Maishi Tischler at JM the AM.
J.M. in the A.M. Wedding mix done by uh, Maishi Tischler. Monday morning, J.M. in the A.M. with 52 degrees, cloudy skies, and a high of 63. Tomorrow, Eitan Katz in hour number three of J.M. in the A.M. Eitan Katz got a brand new album, Unplugged, volume number three. All Kalbach selections. It just came out. And uh, he'll join us in the 8 o'clock hour tomorrow right here at uh, JM in the AM. Shauna Friedman is with us live via telephone, executive director at Shalom Task Force. They have a whole bunch of stuff going on, to say the least, including a, a Shalom workshop for all Kala teachers that's happening tonight, starting at 8 p.m. We'll give you the website on that one. And uh, in general, uh, October is uh, Domestic Violence Awareness Month, so they have stepped up their efforts, as they always do during this month, to bring as many programs and important information to the community as possible. Shauna Friedman, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning. So great to be here. Thank you. I appreciate that. Always great speaking with you. Um, For those who think that most organizations have slowed up their work since March when COVID-19 set in, you could attest to the fact that Shalom Task Force has done exactly the opposite, correct? Yes. yes. I mean, we really have worked more with the community than we ever have. Um, unfortunately, one of the side effects of the pandemic is the pandemic within the pandemic. As many of my colleagues and I are seeing an increase in abuse during this time. So we're here for you, and we want people to know that. So every time we get to be out there in the public, um, we, we offer support. And that support comes in many ways. I think primarily we should focus for a moment on the confidential hotline, 
uh, that you implemented many, many years ago. But now there's sort of an advancement in that category, right? There are people now who are in touch with you uh, by text, and they're able to, in in, in an even more discreet way, uh, to be in touch with someone who could help them out. Right. So in in July, we opened our, we expanded our hotline um, to include text, chat, and WhatsApp. So it's the same 888-883-2323 number. You could call it, you could text it, you could WhatsApp it, or you could chat us online. It's all confidential, and it's a way for more people to gain access. So sometimes it's safer or more comfortable to call, and sometimes it may be safer or more comfortable to just text or chat in. And any way you want to contact us, we're here for you. And it's been an, there's been an incredible response to it where people who will tell us on their text, they never had the courage to say this out loud, but they're able to write it. And we're able to help them in that way to validate their experience and then help them get to the right place they need so they can find safety and figure out their next steps. So it's been a really exciting expansion. Has there been an increase in people outside the New York, New Jersey area? Has it become even yes. more nationwide? I would say international. Wow. Um, and we were very purposeful to make sure our program and our software allowed for WhatsApp because, as you know, our community uses WhatsApp, and it's yeah. kind of the international you know, way we communicate. So um, it's allowed us to help people all over the world, Australia, South Africa, Israel, London. Um, we're, getting, we're getting contacted for all, all over, um, which is fantastic because that's why we're here. We're really here to help everybody. The, uh... um, so it's no, I'm sorry. I was just going to say the WhatsApp chat and uh, text is available Monday to Thursday. If I get this wrong, let me know. Monday to Thursday from 10 a.m. till midnight. I'm assuming that's Eastern time. And Fridays yes, from 10 yes. until 1. You can also live yes. chat by using shalomtaskforce.org or sending a WhatsApp message, as Shauna said, to 888-883-2323. Again, that's 888-883-2323. They try to cover as many hours as possible if they're if they are, yeah. or if, if, if uh, you haven't heard back immediately, just know that you're going to be here back very soon because they try to. And come. we hope to be expanding our hours soon. We're working on it, so Unbelievable. Um, we hope to be able to update that. But it's really been incredible, and we're finding that um, you know um, we get many more mail um, mail chatters. We're calling them, um, I think, looking for support because we know that domestic violence and abuse issues impact everybody. And I think it's a way for people to reach out and get the support they need that before they weren't able to. Unbelievable. Uh, We mentioned the Shalom Workshop. That's how I started this conversation. It's happening tonight for all college teachers. I mean, it is tonight's event. It's available on the website, shalomtaskforce.org. What do you want to add to this in terms of last-minute college teachers and others who feel this is appropriate for them? Right, so Shalom Workshop is a, um, a workshop really focused on healthy relationship skills. It's available for couples. You've got to register through the website. But this tonight is a, we're calling kind of an intro to Shalom Workshop for college teachers. Anyone out there who's working with, you know, newlyweds, new brides, um, who want to learn more about this workshop, learn some of the skills to teach their, you know, kalot, please register. It's a free program. Again, an international response to this program. We have over 150 um, teachers already enrolled, and we're really looking forward to it. And we'll be doing a few more in the future. So look out. Out for them. It's really exciting. Uh, um, you've announced that, well, October is Domestic Violence yeah. Awareness Month, and C with Shalom, S-E-E, stands for Support, Education, and Empower. These are not new to Shalom Task Force. These are the things you guys have been concentrating on from the beginning, but I see you try to enhance every category as much as possible. And so, check us out on, our, on all social media. You'll learn more about it. But support, we're really here. Even when we just talk about it, people know they're not alone, right? And that's really what this is about. You're not alone. There's always support. Um, and just to learn and educate, we started a new fellowship for, for high school juniors. We have 26 juniors together every Wednesday night for a Purple Fellowship to learn about it. And we're really empowering our youth to also um, stop the cycle of abuse. And it's really very exciting. Um, so... 
what can juniors in high school excuse the way I'm asking the question? <laughs> I what, like that. What, no, but what what can they learn seriously, and how could they benefit from a session like that? Oh my! I, I presented to this group of 26 juniors, right? Um, it's half um, guys, half girls, which is really exciting for us. From t- six different states, 12 different schools, really a national program. I presented to them this um, past Wednesday night, and they are so engaged in the material around looking at warning signs and abuse, supporting one another. Um, one fellow is writing an article for he's from MTA, writing for their newspaper. How do we bring this issue out there? And we had a, a survivor speak to them the first week, and she shared with the group that she got into the relationship that she escaped in her adulthood when she was 16 years old. Wow. And I think that that was really um, a very compelling thing. We were like, wow, we have to notice these things early and help each other and support each other. So there's a lot we could do, and we feel very strongly that we have to include uh, men and women in this fight against abuse in our community, and we could all do this together. So, most so bringing Im- our youth in. So most importantly, the group you spoke to Wednesday night took it very seriously. And that's oh, probably the most I important mean, thing. <laughs> They were incredible, hmm. you know, really engaged, really bright um, students, um, and asked me really tough questions, um, but I really enjoyed it. So, Shana, uh, Sorry about that. Shauna Friedman is here with Shalom Task Force. Uh, finally, on November 2nd, the task force will be hosting a follow-up to the successful Dating Goal webinar from June. Avi Talevin, Director of Education. And uh, and who's that? Yeshaya Krauss, is it? Yeshaya Krauss. Yeshaya yeah. Krauss, Community Engagement Education Manager, will continue the conversation about frequently asked dating questions. The event's open to all, but who's this really for? Who should really be encouraged to sign up for this on November the 2nd? Really anyone who's who's dating um, and anyone who's supporting people who are dating. So it can be parents, mentors, friends, anyone who wants to learn about how to build emotionally healthy relationships. We had over a thousand people attend the last one in June, and we're hoping um, that you know people come back. We took questions that were sent in, um, you know, post those webinars, right. and we called them, and so it should be really interesting. So please join us. All right, everybody. All right, everybody. In these few minutes, we've learned a lot this morning. <laughs> we've learned a whole list of things. In fact, uh, tonight is the uh, co- special for Kala teachers, a Shalom workshop that's happening tonight, starting at eight p.m. Go to shalomtaskforce.org for information. If you are a Kala teacher, it's a golden opportunity to uh, be part of this workshop that starts tonight at eight p.m. Eastern Time. November 2nd is the Shalom Task Force follow-up on successful dating goal webinar. Um, right now, October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. In addition to all the symbolic and uh, and, and catchy phrases that are being uh, uh, spoken about and enhanced, and you can get information about all the different categories that Shalom Task Force is addressing uh, by going to their website. But in addition to that, they've announced the expansion through its National Domestic Abuse Hotline, which now includes live chat, text, or WhatsApp. The key number to keep in mind is 888 888- 883 And finally, this high school program. Uh, and you always, and, and Shalom Task Force, to their credit, by the way, always started them young. I mean, you, you started yeah. speaking about domestic issues, not just violence, but ha- how to you know, set yourself up as a teenager for, please yeah. God, a really successful marriage. You started that a long time ago with seniors in high yeah. schools. Absolutely, um, and we still do that. So now the Purple Fellowship is, uh, had its first cohort, 26 students in 12 yeshiva high schools across six states in this country, uh, who took it very seriously, eight-week training program taught by Shalom Task Force uh, for juniors in high school. If you want information about that, you can check it out as well on the website. And Sean, I assume it's obvious that info about everything we spoke about is on the website, right? Absolutely. Yep, we're there. Go to shalomtaskforce.org. Continue your amazing work, not just in October, but every single month of the year. And it's much appreciated by the entire community.
Thank you for having me. Shauna Friedman is Executive Director of Shalom Task Force, doing an amazing job. Monday morning broadcast. Plenty more coming up here on JM and the AM. And again, a reminder, Eitan Katz, tomorrow, he has a brand new album. That album is entitled Unplugged Volume Number 3. And um, it features a whole bunch of amazing and incredible Kalbach tunes. Remember, Shlomo's yard site is coming up on election day, the 16th of Marcheshvan, which is which is um, November 3rd, just eight days away. Eitan Katz uh, tomorrow on this broadcast here at JM in the AM. A brand new Ari Goldwag at JM in the AM.
As I was walking down a dark and lonely street A car came along and pulled up by my side And inside was a rabbi with a long white beard He said, son, I'm gonna take you for a ride Why don't we go up to Jerusalem Oh, up to Jerusalem Yeah, up to Jerusalem With me Yeah
Oh, I love this song. Composed by my good friend, Nehazot Abrit, Baruch Levine.
J.M. in the A.M. Yaakov Shweki with Vahu Kaili. You heard Up to Jerusalem done by Gershon Veroba. Ari Goldwagon there with Pitzchu. Monday morning, J.M. in the A.M. Tomorrow, Eitan Katz in hour number three. Very much looking forward to it. Hope you'll be able to join us tomorrow as uh, Eitan's music and a conversation with him will dominate the third hour of our broadcast tomorrow morning here at J.M. in the A.M. And as I said, very much looking forward to it. There's a um, <laughs> there's a tremendous admiration between this audience and Eitan Katz. And uh, we'll get an opportunity to speak with him. By the way, we get an opportunity to wish him a happy Yom Aliyah as well. Uh, Yom Aliyah was yesterday in Israel. And the reason we get to do that is because he is now living in Jerusalem, which is pretty cool to say the least. Wrapping things up with Mordechai Shapiro. It's a Monday and you're listening to JM in the AM. Oh, I thought we were wrapping things up with Mordechai Shapira. Give it another second here at JM and the AM. Um, okay, we'll try one more time. We'll try one more time to wrap things up with Mordechai Shapiro here on a Monday at JM and the AM.
Achenu Yisrael and Achimachem, our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at AchimSingle.com, the AchimSingle Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. Mayor Weingarten is next with the Israel Show. Today he'll speak about Israel and the Sudan, and there are other things to mention as well, I am sure. A lot of people getting an amazing weekly education from the Israel Show with Mayor Weingarten. Make sure to like the Israel Show Facebook page. Go to facebook.com slash the Israel Show and pay careful, pay careful attention. A brand new live edition is next. Then live, Yoni Pollock with After Further Review, the world of sports. Jake Novak at 11 a.m. with Novak Now. It is eight days before the election. I'm sure Jake has a lot to say. Make sure to be tuned into that. And have a fabulous Monday. Tomorrow, Eitan Cats on JM in the AM. Till then, Alchem Segal reminding you, remember to pass, live the present, and trust the future. Yeah.